Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text this evening for the celebration of New Year's Eve comes from the epistle lesson just heard, especially these words, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Thus far, our text. Dear friends in Christ, we just sang words, a prayer in fact, asking for God to watch over us in all the years to come, until at last our ransom life is safe from peril, toil, and strife, when heaven itself shall hide us. We ask God to care for us, to provide for us, to have our back as we begin another year. That's important because who knows what the coming year will hold? Can you even begin to guess what the coming year has in store for you, for your family, or for your friends? The truth is, we really have no idea what's in store for us. <clears throat> and if you think you do, maybe you could consider these questions. How will your stock portfolio do? Will it go up or will it go down? How will your family and friends or even yourself fare health-wise? Will you end the year in better shape than you began? Or will you be diagnosed with cancer, congestive heart failure, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's? Will you face hospitalization because of heart attack or stroke? Will you live through all of 2019? How do you know? Will your kids graduate or advance in school? Will they be straight A students? Or will they struggle or fail or need additional help? Will you advance in your job? Will you get that promotion? Or will someone else be hired above you? Will your job be downsized or your company go bankrupt? How do you know? What will 2019 give to you? Will your marriage stay strong? Will you have an anniversary, a big one perhaps? Will it weaken? Will it end? Who knows? 
Will there be peace between the United States and foreign countries? Or will we continue in the conflicts that have existed since I graduated from high school for my entire children's lives? Will our soldiers, who are family members and friends, be called upon to deliver that last full measure? Will new wars begin? Will they be fought on our own soil? Will the draft have to be used? What does 2019 hold? Will Congress govern wisely? Will the President pass an agenda? Will Democrats or Republicans gain more seats or political clout? Does it really matter which party governs? Will you continue to be free to practice your faith in the way that has been allowed in our country for generations? Or will the freedom to be Christian slowly be wrested away from you. Or will you just slowly fade away from the faith due to lack of concern, lack of care. What will 2019 hold? Will taxes go up? Will taxes go down? Will you worry more? Will you worry less? Will you have enough money? Will you have not enough? Will the church be able to pay her bills? Will crops fail? Will there be drought? Will there be tornadoes or hurricanes? Will terrible tragedy affect you? What's going to happen in 2019? No one knows. You really have no idea. And not only do you not know what will happen in the next 365 days, you really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. No one does. No one, that is, except God himself. He alone knows all things. Isn't it frightening to think about that we are not certain about any event that may happen in the next calendar year? We might have things written on our calendar. We might have dates in mind. But really, everything is beyond our control. It's terrifying. It's easy to become overwhelmed thinking 
about that fact. And that's why we're here at church tonight. So that we might hear a word from the one who does know what is going to happen. So that we might hear a promise from the all-knowing, all-powerful God who holds us in his hands. That's why we're here. Where do we look for certainty? Our introit that we sang earlier tells us our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. He's the one who knows what tomorrow holds. He's the one who knows all of your days from beginning to end. He's the one who holds you in his nail-scarred hands. And our epistle lesson goes on and says, if God is for us, and he is, then who could be against us? He holds you in his hands. He's on your side. He has your back no matter what might happen. And you are important to him, precious to him. You are the most valuable thing of all to God because you are bought with a steep price, the blood of Jesus. For he who did not spare his own son from beatings, from crucifixion, from mocking, from death and the grave, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also through him graciously give us all things? God loves you. You are precious to him, too precious to just let flit about willy-nilly in this world. So God gave his son to buy you. God gave his son to the cross to suffer the very worst things that this world could throw at him. So that you might have peace, whether you're rich or poor. So that you might know what happens at the end of your days, whether they come sooner or later. God gave us Jesus so that you might know what the outcome of tomorrow, of the next year, and of your life might be. The peace of God, the eternal life promised, and the joy of heaven. Those are the things you can be certain of. Those are the things that God promises for you in the year ahead and for always, no matter what happens. 
Will you face persecution? Will there be tribulation? Will there be famine? Will there be danger or wars or rumors of wars? Will you be accused of sin? Yes. But who or what out of those things could possibly separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus? Could any of those things take you out of God's hands? No. In all of these things and more, we are conquerors through Him, Jesus, who loved us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God shown in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing! Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil, for Jesus is with us. We have peace and rest in the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel. As he says in Isaiah, in returning and rest you will be saved. In quietness and in trust shall your strength be made. And in the end, maybe tomorrow, maybe next year, Jesus will come again and bring this sinful, unpredictable world to its end and recreate it perfect and holy and bring you to live there with Him and peace and joy and comfort forever. Blessed are those servants whom the Master finds awake when He comes. Blessed indeed. And should the wait in the next year at times seem too much for you to handle, remember the words given by God to end the Holy Scriptures. Behold, I am coming, bringing my recompense with me. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to eat from the tree of life and enter that city to come by the gates. What does tomorrow hold? What will happen in the next year? Dear Christian, there's only one certainty. Only one sure bet. That's Jesus. His promises. His word. His forgiveness. That's what he gives. That's what he gives to you. And because you have Jesus, 
That means next year we'll be blessed. No matter what happens. No matter what may befall you. Then, gracious God, in years to come, we pray your hand may guide us until at last our ransom life is safe from peril, toil, and strife when you yourself shall hide us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.